This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Deep South Dining is the show all about the culture of Southern flavor. From fried chicken and collard greens to shrimp and grits and a glass of sweet tea. Subscribe now to the podcast using any podcast app or download our MPB Public Media app. Hello, and thanks for tuning in to Everyday Tech this morning. I'm the host, episode, and podcast producer, Abram Nanny. Now, typically, now is about the time I'd say I'm joined by at least one of my friends and co-hosts, but this is not a typical episode. We aren't live today, so instead, we're re-airing your best tech calls and email questions from near the end of 2023. I appreciate the questions we get, and thanks to my friends Sabir Abdul-Haq and Shane Chisholm for helping me answer them. If you have any questions or comments at any time, or maybe you just want to get in touch with us, email everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Everyday Tech capping the end of 2023 off here on MPB Think Radio. So Cindy in Natchez, up in Natchez, has a question for us. What's going on, Cindy? Yeah, good morning, fellas. Um, love your show. Morning. Um, I have some. Thank you. I had read somewhere. <clears throat> I had read somewhere that I have that I could turn some a couple of old iPhones that I have into security cameras, um, and I haven't been able to take it much further because I can't find that much information on the details. Any thoughts on that? The the security camera thing, you would have to have like a subscription to a type of like app that has a subscription where you pay for it to be a security camera. Okay. Like, I do, yeah, I don't think you can actually just make them security cameras not because you'd have that phone running all day and those can overheat. I, just, I don't know about right. that one. I don't think you can actually do that and it be good for the devices themselves. Right. Well, and they're, they're not being used. And I got as far as they yeah. had to keep uh, a dedicated plug, a dedicated power. Right. Um, and yeah. there was like some little app that I could download um, that'll help me to monitor it. But again, I didn't, I couldn't get any further than that. Um, to, I mean, what's your, what's yeah. your suggestion for old iPhones? How do you know what's um, which iPhones they are? Well, I have a five, I have a uh, seven, um, I have a busted screen. Um, I think I think it's an eleven, um, and and then a five SE, like the the or the or the SE, the special special edition or whatever, the small one. Yeah. So, um, iPhones really, you're free to do with them what you want. I don't recommend the security camera thing though, because you having that phone plugged up all day running, that's really bad for that battery and it can cause those batteries to bust. They can explode. Yeah. I don't recommend security camera. Um, yeah, really though, whatever you want to do with the other phones, I mean, that's up to you. I I personally can never find a use for an extra phone. Mm. So I, and I know I have some people that use them as home phones. They'll put like a phone number on it. And they'll make that their dedicated home phone. Mm. And that's if you're comfortable with adding something to your bill. A lot of people do that. A lot of people add a data plan to them and use them as little personal hotspots when they go out and about on trips. Like there's multiple things you can do with them. Yeah. But I don't recommend the camera. I don't recommend the security camera. So I went down a rabbit hole that... um, (laughs) (laughs) We don't. We all do it. We all do it. Don't feel feel bad. (laughs) 
course. It happened. Exactly. We talked previously on a sh- on a, our last Q and A about someone called in about what to do with old phones, and there's a lot of different options. But someone yeah. wanted to clear up that there is a uh, Emmy called and said. It is my understand or emailed us and said it is my understanding that you can donate any old phone to domestic violence shelters yes. as they can be used to call emergency services even if they do not have a phone plan activated. That's correct. And we we were talking about that when we had a second and that uh, we looked it up. That is a thing you can do with uh, the National Domestic Abuse Vi- uh, Violence Coalition or something mm, like that. Yes. Yes. So, uh, yeah, so that is that is an option for your old phones. And that's, that, that's so necessary. If you're trying to just let them go, at least you can be able to do that real quick. So, yeah, that, that's absolutely necessary. Thank you, Emmy. Was her name? Emmy. Thanks for that nugget yes. of information. Yes. Thank Thanks you. so much, Emmy, for that. Yes, indeed. All right. And like I said, though, we've got Jim in Houston who has a question or comment for us. Jim, what's going on? Hey, good morning. Good morning. morning. I have a question about hooking my old laptop computer to the television to use as a monitor. Okay. Um, it's a 2010 model Presario. Uh, wow. That means anything. Compact. Yeah. Compact. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And I was using a VGA cable to hook it to my other TV, and that was working. Mm-hmm. And I got a new television, uh, a TCL Series 3 Roku mm-hmm. that doesn't have the VGA connection. Yeah. So I got a VGA to a HDMI adapter. Right. And it doesn't seem to work. Okay. So go ahead. So, you, so I, I didn't mean to cut you off. So you're just trying to figure out a way around that? Yeah. I, 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 I want to the, 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 the monitor on the laptop is pretty well messed up. Yeah. yeah. So I just want to hook it to my TV so I can see what I'm doing with this. Understood. Uh, Understood. Understood. That's a great question. You're uh, so a lot of times you may want to confirm that it's bidirectional, right? So when you, when you have a video signal, sometimes, especially uh, VGA is what you call analog. Analog is in the same thing as you know the opposite of digital and digital. The best way, I guess, <laughs> the, I guess the lazy definition for analog is the opposite of digital and digital is off is the opposite of analog. But, uh, yeah, it's basically it. But, uh, but basically because VGA is an analog signal, you will have to make sure that it is, that it is bidirectional. I've actually done that before. Um, a few times actually to get a, um, and it's easier if you have the DVIA. Are you familiar with DVIA? It might be three rows of pins. I think it's a total of fifteen. Does does your laptop have a DVIA port or a Display Port, or is it only VGA? Or do you know what I mean by that? Uh, oh, is it, is it, the the port that it, the, the port that it, that I've been using has those three. Three rows of five, yeah. you said, and, and it's, it's kind blue. Of like the, the middle one is offset a little bit. Yeah, and it's and blue, or sometimes it's gray, or sometimes it's white. Well, I bet. Um, I don't think it has a color. Okay, okay. Well, the the main thing, so yeah, that is VGA. Some computers, you said it's a 2010, it might have a display port. I'm surprised it doesn't have a HDMI port that you can just run HDMI to HDMI. But the, my recommendation would be to find, uh, you just need to make sure that you get an adapter that is bidirectional because sometimes it may only read that a certain way. And some of these I've seen online are powered. Like it may even like some of those, they may even be powered because it has to make 
that analog video signal become digital. So I've seen those, and yeah, oh. you got that TCL. Yeah, that that's a nice TV actually. Uh, that, some really of these big bot. That's a that's a pretty that's a pretty impressive and and not very expensive one there. No, hey, bro. It's, it's not a it's not an expensive one. It's not expensive, but I've ever bought. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like it's it's funny. Like some of these, like like you try to get a video game or anything else like that. The TVs are cheaper than the video games or something like that, or, or some of the other electronics. But yeah, definitely recommend uh, making sure it's a bi-directional adapter. Bi-directional. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Terry emails us says, "Please help this seventy-year-old." First off, my husband listens to you on MPB in his truck, and he said you're definitely the guys to contact. So okay. shout out the husband. Okay, husband. Thanks, Kia. Shout Thanks out. for that. Shout Good out. job. Yeah, yeah. She says, I have an iPhone 13, <laughs> the regular one, not Pro Max. We use a phone service provider. Recently, I received a photo album from my sister. I was trying to share it with another family member, and I somehow stupidly synced that album with iCloud. And now every photo in my library is in that album. And oh. every new photo or video I take, I make goes into that album, which is a lot of stuff. Now, when I go to my albums and select edit, all the albums give me the red bar to delete them, except that one. Wow. It grays out and does not allow it. I played with it, and if I delete a photo from the album, it deletes on my library and vice versa. I'm thinking the only problem with this situation is my iCloud storage. However, I just want to be able to stop the syncing. Thank you for your time, Terry. So Shane, she's got shared photos. She's got shared photos turned on, shared yeah, albums. If yeah. she's keeping that on, everything she shared her entire photo. Wow. That's so um, unfortunate. So, yeah, there's a setting. If you go to your settings in your iPhone and you go to the top and you see search, his name, I missed it. I'm sorry. Terry. Terry. Was it Terry? Terry. Was that her? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Terry, mm-hmm. if you go to your settings in your iPhone and you type in shared albums, that setting will instantly come up. You click on it. You will scroll down. Well, maybe not scroll down. Let's see. At the top, you'll see albums, shared albums. Just unsync them. Just just unsync it. Mm, you just okay. press the button. It'll stop sharing it completely. Mm. Yeah. That makes because sense. I wouldn't want, me personally, I wouldn't want all of my photos going to other people. Right. Unless, right. just send them individually. Because I've had to correct so many people in my job where people come in with the same problem and I just tell them to don't even share it mm-hmm. because it's hard to explain again how to get it back to where just you're wanting to send certain ones. Yeah. Now, if you want to go into your local provider, those people might help you share just the individual ones you want. Right. But since you're not in front of me, I can't actually help you pick those out. Right. But I would go into my settings and turn off shared libraries and shared photos just, just makes, so you're not doing that constantly. That makes sense. Yeah. So that'll yeah. that. So it, it's really much more worth it to mm-hmm. take the time and send yeah, each photo individually. Easier go not the, turn whole, that off. Not the whole thing. <laughs> then to have your full yeah, iCloud library scene. Right. Question from Linda. Okay. I can no longer delete numbers from a group text. I used to be able to do that. I have an iPhone 12. I keep mm-hmm. a group of friends that get together and used to be able to add or delete at will. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Linda. Mm-hmm. Um, so my first initial thought is mm-hmm. that. This was previously an all iPhone group message, Probably. so iMessage group. Mm-hmm. When you have that, you can add and delete numbers. Mm-hmm. As long as they're iPhone numbers, right. you can add and delete them at will. Right. Soon as you add one non-iPhone user, so if that message turns green, you can no longer do <laughs> you that. You can no longer do that. No yeah. longer do that at all. Yeah, yeah. And we have a call right now. Okay. We have Gail. Uh, who's looking to buy a laptop and mm-hmm. wants to, our advice on that. So, Gail, what's up? Yes, I just want some recommendations uh, for a laptop. Okay. 
Excellent, excellent, excellent. Okay, so Beer, so what what is your first instinct when someone's trying to buy a laptop? Do not buy a touchscreen. Do not buy a touchscreen. Do not buy a touchscreen. <laughs> Those are my first three. If someone says, hey, we can, we can get this one. It's a touchscreen. Don't say, uh-uh. <laughs> like, walk in the other direction. Um, don't buy a, a, a touchscreen, Gail. Good morning to you. Um, you're also going to avoid, which sometimes some of these big box stores will try to sell you. Um, they will try to sell you something. It may say the word Celeron. Think celery, like the vegetable. Right. Ooh. Do not buy anything that says Celeron. No. So those are your those are your two things you're you're trying to walk away from. A third thing yeah. is called the memory. Uh, so I'm trying I'm trying to relate these to things to remember. So again, touchscreen, celery, or Celeron. Don't do that one. And the third thing is anything that says, oh, it has 4 GB of RAM or memory, right? RAM is, memory is like your heart, okay, right? So you, if you're, if you're, you don't want your heart, you want your heart to be eight or better. So think about that. So your RAM, your memory, your heart, you want your heart to be eight or better. No celery. <laughs> you don't like celery. Celeron. Celery, celeron. And lastly, no, no touchscreen. If you're getting a PC, okay. as long as you avoid those three things, if you, as long as you avoid those three things, no celery, you want your heart to be eight or better, and you want uh, um, no celery, no heart. And no touchscreen. No touchscreen. No touchscreen. No touch as, long as, no you touch can, as long as you can avoid those three things, any one of the brands out there will do. Okay? Anyone's I'm I'm not really particular. I don't know how strong your your Internet is where you live, um, where, where you live at. I don't you, you may not want to get a Chromebook because Chromebooks require a really strong Internet connection. So you want to be oh. careful about that. So be careful about a yeah, Chromebook. I don't recommend Chromebooks either. Yeah. I'm not a Chromebook they, guy. They require, I mean, and, 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 and I love Google products. I, my, you know, we always, Shane, yeah. you, you and I always, yeah. we, and me, you and Abram always talking back and forth about the Android and iPhone hate, but I'm not about to buy a Google Chrome unless it's for like kids, like for school. Mm. But for what you're oh, talking yeah. about, what you're talking about, uh, Gail, what you're talking about is, uh, again, uh, you want your heart to be eight or better, no celery. And no touchscreens. If you get if you if you what? come in with that, anyone will work. I only just don't recommend uh, going to these big box stores because sometimes they will overcharge you. We have Cindy in Clinton who has a laptop problem. What's going on, Cindy? My laptop says no hard drive connected, and it's like locked me out of it. And I have a lot of stuff on it, but I was wondering: is there any way to retrieve what's on it? Or is it just better to chunk the whole thing and go get a new laptop? What do you think, Sabir? Do not chunk that laptop. Um, are you using Windows uh, 10, Cindy? Do you know? Uh, it's the latest Windows. Okay, Windows 11. Uh, there's probably a setting uh, by which... So first off, even worst case scenario, you that that um, those files can be saved. They can be retrieved. They can be saved. That's not a not a big problem. Any computer shop worth their worth their salt can be able to do it. Or you can get what is called and I don't, I don't know if you want to write this down or if you've got a good memory. It's called an Atapi bridge. A T A P I. An Atapi bridge. Where if you've got any, you know, any family or friends or neighbors that are kind of tech savvy, they can basically pop out your hard drive. Your hard drive is essentially the stomach of your computer. You basically will pull your stomach out, 
hook it up to a device and connect it to another computer. That's that's worst case scenario. Worst case scenario, you'll have to do stomach transfer, basically. Best case scenario, I think um, there are settings that Windows 10 and 11 use that sometimes if they hiccup a little bit, it'll say there's no hard drive. There's a few buttons. Um, I could get into it more basically if I had a visual or if I was sitting in front of you. But it's there's a couple of buttons that you click. You t- you restart the computer. Your computer's going to start back up. But you have I can tell you nine and at nine point nine 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 percent out of ten, you have not lost your files. I feel almost confident you have not lost your files. We've got Bill and Mobile who has a question relevant to our laptop discussion that we had earlier. Bill, what's going on? Hey, how's it going? Love the show. Hey, appreciate it. Okay. Hey, appreciate it. What's that? going on, Bill? I uh, I tracked on everything you were talking about for the lady that was buying the laptop. You know, the touchscreen and at least eight meg of RAM. I'd go sixteen, mm-hmm. uh, but I didn't understand the Celeron. Uh, why did why didn't you like that? So, go ahead. I'm sorry, I mean, cut you off. Finish it out, brother. No, go ahead. Well, my only concern with Celerons are just in in terms of the way how they generally have been working. The Celerons are great for like heat consumption. The fact that you said 18, eight, eight gigs over 16 gigs, and I agree with you on that. I definitely agree a minimum of eight, but it lets me know that you do, you, you have a bit of information in terms of how, how computing environment works. Um, definitely though, but Celerons it just in, and you know, I'm, we're always open to, you know, other opinions on things, but Celerons, a lot of times they don't, process as well like in especially in today's computing environment especially if you run like a four gig uh and and i see that happen i'm not gonna say no names of of stores but i i've gone on social media in their computer departments and recorded like why are you selling me this touchscreen four gig celeron computer for three hundred dollars like why would you do that that is a lemon but celerons have not computed very well the great thing about celerons right is that they are really good with heat consumption. They don't they don't eat up they don't eat up give off too much heat and therefore cause other issues. But in today's computing environment, just in my opinion, just in my experience, Celerons have not been able to keep up with uh, what's needed, especially using browsers, popular browsers like Google Chrome. Daniel and Clinton, we're coming to you next. Uh, I gotta say, I'm I'm reading the description of your question and I'm a little worried. What's going on, Daniel? Uh-oh. Well, I have several friends that have uh, let me know about this website, and it looks just exactly like like Netflix. It's called Look Movie Foundation. Mm. And they have uh, the same time, uh, for example, uh, they had a big Barbie party, and the same week that Barbie was out, they had it on this website. All the new movies are on there. And Mm -hmm. my question is, now I haven't looked at it on my computer they do and anytime they come out like there's a several of the movies that are freedom and just so many different movies that are on and i'm just concerned that um i'm old enough to remember when pirating became people were were pirating music and stealing Mm -hmm. music off the internet oh yeah I'm just wondering eventually, or is everybody going to get called to the principal's office because they've been <laughs> they've been stealing these movies? I'm just I won't I won't do it on my computer, right? But I, I since I was in my car uh, coming back from the doctor, I thought I would uh, call and find out if you uh, have you heard of it or uh, could it be something that you could get in trouble about? 
I will say I I have not heard of that site specifically, mm. but that is movie pirating. That is pirating. Yeah. That is illegal movie pirating. Mm. Um, uh, I think they call it bootlegging. Yeah, bootlegging. Yeah. yeah, the MPAA, the Motion Picture Association of America, they're not playing with that. Mm-hmm. They're not playing with that. Now, That's- what I will say. Um, Likely you or your friend or whoever is doing it will probably not be the one to fall for that. It will be mm-hmm. the it will be the the website will get taken down. They'll mm-hmm. be fine mostly. Mm-hmm. Right. But there has been instances in the past, like the Nintendo guy um, who was using a, a selling a port for yeah. with uh, hacked Nintendo games on yeah. it, yeah. Um, and he was fined for. Millions. You don't want them trouble. You don't and, want them problems. Wasn't able to pay it, so he he had to go to jail for a while. And mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure of the whole story. I can't I can't rattle it off right now. Right. Um. But well, yeah, that is that is pirating. And also, well, I appreciate y'all, and y'all are the best. Thank you so much. I just want to say real quick: be careful going to those sites because they mm-hmm. also have viruses and ways for you to get hacked. Just be careful. I mean, they do it. They do it on their TV. I yeah. won't do it on mine. Good job. <laughs> I understand okay. that. Be, be careful. Be careful. I understand that. Thank you so much. All right, bro. All right. Appreciate you. Uh, Clinton in Jackson is having trouble with their television. And t- Clinton, I believe you uh, emailed us a couple or a couple days ago, if the, if I'm not correct, right? I did. I did. Okay. I want you to know I'm that same guy. Okay. All right. Perfect. What's up? So we we recently had. Uh, some trouble with our internet. Uh, you know, uh, uh, you don't have any internet. The uh, uh, sign came up. So the technician came out and replaced the cables. This was after several visits. And when he replaced the cables, he had great, well, we had great internet connection. Mm-hmm. But while watching any TV TV program like uh, the PBS NewsHour or anything else, mm-hmm. we get static that occurs for a second or so, about every minute. This doesn't this doesn't happen with Netflix or with the DVD. Um, a um, a different technician came out last week from the company. Had no idea what the problem was. So you're my best hope. So, <laughs> so uh, can you can you can you recommend someone who I can call or hire? I'll be glad to hire them to fix it. But it's just irritating. I, I mean, I can I can watch the the program, mm-hmm. but the static is just driving me crazy. Right, and this is not a problem that happened until you replaced the internet cables. That's correct. Okay, and I want to be clear. I want to understand. Hey, how you doing? Um, I want to be clear. This is when you're watching your local cable, like your local cable, or is this like so? Say for example, like, and you say you're in Jackson. So let's say you're watching the NBC, ABC, CBS affiliate. Does it do that then? Oh yeah, it does it then. It does it with uh, ESPN. Uh, does it with um, uh, CNN? Um, uh, C-SPAN, but all it, of those. But it doesn't do it with like Netflix or Hulu or one of the other things that you've got? Well, it does it with Netflix or with the uh, DVD that we have. We play DVD discs. Okay, so it's not your TV or anything mm, like it's that. It's not TV. I would say, so 
when you're provided like your internet, uh, like so when so thank you, thank you very much. You've actually been very helpful in terms of helping troubleshoot this. Um, I would say uh, the, the the coaxial cable, right, which is the thing that that screws on the back of the box, and even if the box still runs via a HDMI cable to the back of your TV. Um, and you know HDMI table cables are those little flat things that look like a upside down, like 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 a really flat U or a D, like or laying on its stomach kind of. It, it looks like a, you've got so you've got an HDMI cable, and but the coaxial cable is what connects to the back of the box, and that's what gives you your signal. You no, know, if you if you're using cable, that's what it's going to use. My thinking is that that coaxial cable may need to be replaced, or it may have been pinched. Uh, if those cables, if, especially if you said you're watching your show, uh, you're watching the news, you're watching CNN or whatnot. If something is if it's doing that every minute, the issue is not your Internet. The issue is definitely not your Internet. It's definitely not your TV. The issue is coming from the box. And I'm willing to bet one of the cables that either runs from the bottom of your dwelling or inside the walls in your dwelling may be either exposed, pinched, stripped, something. So, or there's there's some kind of way because if it's not working, if if you're not having that problem with the app based programming that you have, which is your Netflix, your Hulu, your Peacock channel, whatever you're using, right? If you're using YouTube, any of those different things that are built into your smart TV, if those are not giving you any problems, the only thing it is is the cable and the the way how that the the change there. We we're always taught in IT. The simplest fix is always the best fix, or at least start there. I'm thinking your coaxial cable. So, um, and that you, that could have happened. You know, he just had yeah. his internet cables replaced, so he that could have happened his, while that was going on. It's very possible. Could have slipped it or something. It's very like that. possible. It could have been what, an old cable. Well, mm-hmm. the, the 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 other technician, another technician, as I said, came out a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and uh, he checked all that. Okay. And uh, he, what he did was he switched around the HDMI 1 mm-hmm. and the HDMI 3 mm-hmm. in the back back there. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if that gets to the coaxial cable, but he did that, mm-hmm. and that didn't work either. So, yeah. I, so I, I just, I, I, I'm just, uh, I, I don't know who to turn to except you. I got you. The HDMI cable won't be the problem. I don't. I'm almost certain because everything else. It, well, if they if they change it out from HDMI one to three, just to rule it out, that's helpful. I mean, that's a that's a step in the right direction when it comes to troubleshooting. I would recommend so Walmart, uh, Target, they carry uh, coaxial cables. Can't remember how much they run. I would imagine, like for less than a length of twelve feet, it would probably be maybe fifteen, maybe twenty bucks. Walmart has the ONN brand. You can purchase one of those if you want to try it yourself instead of having to hire someone and just replace. Find a coaxial cable, replace that cable from the box, and it's it's. You can do a YouTube look for it, or just find the cable from the box to connect it. That's coming from uh, usually from the wall, and that's. I mean, it's literally okay. like it takes minutes to do. Okay, so so okay, so I I, I got to the point where I was going to call the uh, provider mm-hmm. and get the uh, guy who uh, 
came out and replaced it in the first place mm-hmm. and get him get him to do it. But if you tell me I can get something at Walmart, this, mm-hmm. that's terrific. Yeah. I can do that yeah. right for, away. For less than 20 bucks, I would imagine you can get, uh, and I, I'm not imagine, I'm well, almost, I'm, I'd bet I'm lunch on it. I'd bet lunch on it. You can get, uh, you but, can get yeah. something. Uh, just to start it, if it still is giving you that issue, there might be something up with the cables that are coming from outside, which you can't touch, really, of course. But at least okay. that's one less thing you can have peace of mind to be able to say that, OK, at least we know what it is. And I tell some of my folks at work, like I said, before someone starts trying to you know, give you walk you down a list of things, say, oh, try this, try this, try that, try this. You say, look, I've already tried that. Can we move on to the next step? So that way that's that gets the technician, you know, him or her thinking about, OK, how can I wrap this around my mind and, and you know, fix your problem? I'm, I'm willing to bet that coaxial problem. Try the coaxial cable first. Have that. And it's it's just a matter of unscrewing it. You can look on YouTube how to be able to um, swap those coaxial cables out. Unscrew the, the one from the back of the box that may be running to the floor. If it's if it's visible, if it's visible and unscrew those and screw uh, maybe even buy two or three of them, because sometimes those come in splits. I'm not sure how your setup is, but it's going to be at least one uh, that might that might run from the underside of your house to a splitter. And then one of those splitters may run to your uh, your your Internet box. One may run to the cable box that gives you cable. So I would I would try I would try that at least get one. At least get one. Just unscrew it. Unscrew, unscrew both sides. The one coming from the wall or the one that's coming from the floor. Unscrew that one. Screw your new one in. See if it works. If it does not work, it might be something underground. It might be coming something coming from the okay. main box that it's coming to. And at least then you can contact your provider and say, hey, I tried to go ahead and replace this. They're not going to fuss at you and be like, oh, my God, what did you do? What did you break? They're not going to fuss at you at that one. Yeah. At least yeah. you you had you took the initiative to try to fix it for yourself. All right, man. Thanks a bunch. I really appreciate it. Uh, Shelby and Jackson has a question for us. Shelby, what's going on? Hey, good morning. Happy holidays, y'all. Thanks so much. Uh, A a gift-related question. My kiddo has asked for a vintage Super Nintendo for Christmas, and Mm -hmm. we were able to find one. But my question now, I'm reading online. I'm wondering if it's going to be compatible with our modern TV and what you know about that and about what I might need um, cable wise or equipment wise to be able to kind of retrofit it and make it work. Great question. Great question. Um, I just actually bought one uh, vintage Nintendo for my youngest son uh, for his birthday back in January last year. Generally these new devices understand that people are going to be using HDMI cables I imagine just look to see, make sure that it has an HDMI cable that comes with it. And I would, and then also to get an, um, you may want to go ahead and purchase a, um, an extension cable for the controllers that come with it. The reason why I say that is because, you know, it's a bigger TV. It's, it's different when we were growing up. It's probably up, up on the wall. It's probably up and, on the wall. Yeah. And then you can't even reach it. Then, they, then they've got to stand up and play or do something else uncomfortable. The, the extension cables are like another six to nine feet because the original controllers are really only three-foot controllers. Mm-hmm. And that worked for us back in the day. But it wouldn't work now. I, w- I would recommend. So I, the the only things I think you'll need would be uh, make sure it has an HDMI cable that comes with it because ordinarily they do. 
get an HDMI cable and then look for the controller extension cables. If you can get some of those and then just for the heck of it, also uh, purchase an extra controller. So that way you can be able to challenge them <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> or that they can be able to play with their friends and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And so so most of these most of the newer TVs, you know, they some of them still have the option for cable plug ins like a coaxial cable plug in. Um, so right. you'll it'll it'll say cable on there. Um, uh, so you can check your TV if it's got that uh, that little. It looks like a really thick screw coming mm. out of it. Yeah. Um, if it's got that on there, you'll be good. If not, you can look up an HDMI to coaxial adapter. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find that at uh, maybe Best Buy, but Amazon for sure will have one. I'm looking at one right now on my phone. Um, but coaxial to HDMI adapter. Now, one thing I just one thing I just thought about if now if you're talking about vintage, like the actual one that came yeah. out. The, the one that came out yeah. back in the 90s, if you're getting one of the vintage ones, the vintage ones yeah. come with the red, yellow, and white. So they, they, do, they okay. do the coaxial, but they also have the red, yellow, and white cables, what we call analog or RCA cables, right? And so those right there in most, not all TVs, they have a way for you to be able to connect it on the back of your TV. I know mine does at home, but it's kind of dated. Uh, but it's a red, yellow, and white input. So you can plug that in from the original. If you're purchasing one of the original Super Nintendos, not not the ones that have been refurbished that come with like 60 games on it or whatever. Right. If you're getting one of the original vintage ones, like you were saying, then, they, then yeah, you're exactly right, Abram. Then, yeah, the, the coaxial ones. Or look to see if you can find the one that has the uh, the red, yellow, and white AV cables that you can run out of the Super Nintendo to the back of a TV. Yeah. Okay, great. Thank y'all so much. Yeah, no yeah, problem. Yeah, no problem. Absolutely. No problem. no problem. Steve in Gaucher is following up with us uh, with the coaxial cable. He also has a problem or something like that with the coaxial cable. Steve, what's going on? What's up, bud? Good morning, folks. Can you hear me? Hey, we yes, hear you. sir. Oh, okay. Look, uh, about the coaxial. Well, we in the industry call it coax cable. Okay, it's been a satellite internet business over 30 years, but mm-hmm. I would say 90% of the time it's a loose coax connection to mm-hmm. wherever it's up to. It don't matter what, because it's a little hex nut. Mm-hmm. You tighten your fingers only. Mm-hmm. Just moving other stuff around or loosening up or over mm-hmm. time, you know, mm-hmm. voltage on and off and loosen things up. Now, literally, over 90% of the time, that's all it is. Yep. Just go in there, finger tight, little hex nut. Yep. It's coax. Yeah. We in the industry call it coax cable, okay? Yes, that's indeed. What, what so, is, okay? so you're saying before you before Clinton goes out and buys another cable to cool. just go back in there See and try to tighten it back up? Because those those cables can get loose pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, so oh, it, yeah. And they're, they're the probably... Yeah, the go ahead. Go ahead. The cable is stiff. And you're moving other equipment around and mm-hmm. move that, and it mm-hmm. loosens itself up. It's yep. finger tight. Yep. Not tight like you think with a wrench. wrench but only yeah. put fingers on it, okay? Yeah, yeah. yes. What is especially if it done some work after checking a coax cable, you know, HMI cable, whatever you said, it could, while they're doing that, it could loosen that up. Okay? That's true. That's true. Good looking out, Steve. Oh, Appreciate hey, that. Yeah. You, 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 uh, yeah, you, you two guys. 
Merry Christmas. Y'all have a safe one. Happy holidays, Thank bro. you so much, yeah, Steve. Clinton, I hope you're listening. That, Clinton was the name, right? The yes, before. Clinton and Jackson. Yeah, so yeah, definitely, uh, Clinton, I hope you're listening. That that might be able to fix it. That's really good. And that's, yeah. that's it. And just like we said, like, sometimes the simplest fix is the easiest. Yeah, we, we didn't even be, think about the even well, simpler fix. I, I thought about that, but I was like, eh. And, and, but yeah, but it's, it's great. Yeah. And, and you got decades of experience. Steve has decades of experience. He went and shared that quick little tidbit. Appreciate yeah. that, Steve. Larry, what is going on? Hi there, guys. How are you? All right. I'm All right. How's it going? Good. I've got a puzzler for you. Okay. Uh, I've got a ASUS laptop mm-hmm. with the latest, latest version of uh, Microsoft Windows on it. And a while back, I got a uh, Microsoft update. And the next time I started my computer, the keyboard no longer worked. Mm. It's like the update turned it off. Mm. And I've tried all sorts of ways of trying to get it to turn back on. Mm-hmm. I can uh, I can put a Bluetooth keyboard on it, Bluetooth keyboard and mouse, so I can still use the computer. Yeah. But I'd really like to have that keyboard working again. Right, right, right. Any ideas? So you definitely took one of the things I was going to recommend to you is to see if it would still work with an extra keyboard. So congratulations, pat yourself on the back for already starting going down the the, the path to troubleshooting. Um, there is a way you may need to Google the steps or YouTube the steps on how to get to your device manager. Well, let's back up. Do you know what version of operating system you're using? Uh, what's the latest version? Windows 11? Windows 11? Okay, so you're using Windows 11. Okay. So yeah, I'm, you, I'm on Windows 11. Okay. So you may I, need to I'm YouTube. Actually, I'm actually on Windows 10 at the time, but okay. I've upgraded since then. To 11, right. All right. So generally there's... There are regular updates that, for example, Microsoft Microsoft, or, you know, using the, the Windows 10, Windows 11, those are updates that go specifically for that. There are updates that also go to the components inside your computer, including your keyboard. So we may need to go ahead and you may need to do a YouTube YouTube on how to be able to go into device manager. It's a part of your computer that basically controls everything in your computer from uh, your keyboard. Yeah. Device manager. Okay. You don't even see it. Nope. Okay. So um, did you try to go ahead and do the scan for hardware changes? Looks like a little, uh, looks like a little magnifying glass next to a computer. Did you do that? Uh, that I don't recall doing. Okay. If you would do that, this is a thing, it's a, it's just a little button that says scan for hardware changes. I imagine something, sometimes an update will happen. I imagine you do scan for hardware changes. It will pop up. If it doesn't, you may need to go to your computer manufacturer's website and look to see if there is a firmware update. So firmware, hardware is the internal parts inside of a computer. Software is applications like Microsoft Office or Google Chrome. Firmware, hard, soft, firm. Firm is what allows the two of those things to talk. It's what allows those things to talk. So it, it allows for hardware to talk to firmware, to, to software, excuse me. And if that right. is not updated, and that's also known as your BIOS, right? Most on PCs, if you update your BIOS, very few people ever update your BIOS. I just realized that I forgot to update my BIOS on my computer yesterday. I was like, golly, I'm still using eight-month-old well, actually, uh, firmware. Actually, I've updated the BIOS. You've updated Great, great. Great. So the only thing I'm thinking about now is that is if you were to go ahead and do the scan for hardware changes inside a device manager, 
ordinarily it will pop right up. Ordinarily, if it's not, there's something damaged under the hood. That's because you, you've done everything software wise. Uh, I've seen situations. I'm not saying you've done this, but I've seen situations where someone dropped, you know, you know, a little bit of water on their keyboard. And because the front, the motherboard is directly under your keyboard on most laptops. A drop of water onto a motherboard is akin to dropping salt on raw nerves. Is it's it's that bad, like mm-hmm. in terms of that. So what what you would expect salt on raw nerves or muscle tissue is doing the same thing to a motherboard. So I mean something like that could have happened. Something may have gotten jarred inside of it. Without looking in front of it, I really couldn't tell you, but the fur that we always train to be able to look for the easiest fix. Easiest fix, I would say try that scan for hardware changes inside of uh device manager first. One thing. You know, I went on went online and looked, and there was about three different options there yeah. for trying to fix it. And I tried two of them; they they didn't work. Yeah. The last one I haven't tried yet. What yeah. it said to do was take take the back off and take the battery out yeah. and boot it without the battery in it, and it might and it might come back up. Does that sound plausible? That that is plausible, but that would that's usually for an issue when you're having something wrong with the power. So I want to make sure I understand your question. Your, did the PC not turn on anymore, or the computer just won't launch the keyboard? The computer doesn't launch the keyboard. Okay, I got you. So you, when you hit the power button, it goes to the Windows 11 loading screen, but the keyboard just don't work oh, until yeah, you. I've, okay, I've been using it. I've been using it ever since with the Bluetooth. Right. Keyboard and mouse. Right. So I would say that this that would that is a very plausible fix, but that's for power issues. That's a power issue right there. That, that is a plausible six okay. issue, and it, it, that's if your if your battery was failing or dying. I've, I've, that's one of the one of the steps you would use for that. Yeah. But I would yeah, recommend okay. the, the easier thing would be go back to device manager, scan for hardware changes. If not, there may have been some kind of damage, underlying damage you may not have seen. Yeah, well, it it, it just happened to be circumstantial that mm. I did a Microsoft update. And then at it night, happened. And that's one when I turned it back on, the keyboard wasn't there. And that's why I'm thinking that's another thing that's leading me to believe that scan for hardware changes will get you squared away. Right. Okay, I appreciate it. All right. All right. Bro. Thanks, Larry, appreciate for your you, call, Larry. man. Yep. All right, we're going to stick on the phones. Let's go to Sydney and Hollyburg. What's going on, yeah. Sydney? Hey, how y'all doing? All, All right, how are you? Oh, I can't complain. This what I got. I've been changing uh, these uh, uh, internet to try to get the best internet because everything going streaming now. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And, and I had four. Now this, I need a, y'all uh, opinion on this here. We got one now called Starlink. S T A R L I N. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem I'm having. That's the best. Uh, best. Uh, internet that we ever got. I okay. mean that thing. That thing when we got it hooked up and mm-hmm. got it going, boy, mm-hmm. my TV do good behind. Yes. But the problem I got, I got a a, a home surveyor camera, mm-hmm. and uh, the last internet I had was using it, and you could plug in the back of it, and I can get you know get my surveyor on my phone. But this here Starlink ain't got nothing you can plug in. Got you. Okay. So, one of the you said it doesn't show up on your phone. It does connect the app that you know of. the The app is connecting, but you can't see any video. 
Yeah, because the man that put my surveillance camera in told me that the, it got to be plugged into that, that uh, router for me to get it on my phone. So unless, I mean, again, I'm, I'm not sure what kind of, what kind of uh, what kind of cameras you're using? Because a lot of these cameras this day and age use Wi-Fi, right? Um, and the, a lot of these cameras use, which means there are no wireless ones. As long as they are connecting to the router using your same yeah. Wi-Fi that your TV, that your phone, and I get it. Like Star yeah. Starlink is in, in a lot of rural areas. Mm-hmm. Starlink sometimes yeah. is your only option mm-hmm. if you want to get really yeah. good internet. If you, Starlink is your only option, and they're pretty good. You just got to wait for a while. Yeah. But um, uh, but uh, once you get them going, uh, my thinking is if you're using Wi-Fi, uh, you may have to touch bases with your person if if you don't if you're not sure if you're going to be able to take care of it. To turn down your what's called your resolution, that means how crisp yeah. that video is. So you can get some yeah. you can get some real crisp video that looks like you can reach out and poke poke somebody intruding around your house in the eye. But then you also got some that kind of that, that you can kind of turn the resolution down, and you can see how the image is not as clean, not as crisp, not as clear, but you can still understand what's going on. I would recommend, especially because you're using Starlink, and although I'm sure Elon Musk appreciates your money, but you, uh, you yeah. because you um, because you're doing that, it still is going to eat up a lot of your internet. Plus, you said you have TVs, which means that's eating up some of your internet. Your regular phones, for whatever else, that's eating internet. You may have computers in your home, that's eating your yeah. internet. Usually, surveillance yeah. cameras are the biggest drinkers, and I'm using that as yeah. the analogy of water. They are the biggest drinkers of network speed and resources. So uh-huh. if you can turn down that resolution, if you don't, if you're not, if you don't feel comfortable about it, you may have to restart it a couple of times to make sure it goes through. But if you yeah. were to, if you turn down that resolution, that will work. And I know that may seem like, well, that defeats the purpose. I want to see if somebody's coming around my property that I don't need to. I want to make sure that nobody's doing the wrong thing. I understand, but it's kind of a trade-off. Mm. Okay. David in Horn Lake has a question. So, David, what's up, man? Uh, well, I got a comment. A couple of weeks ago, y'all was talking about the price increases on the streaming services and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. And you had a senior citizen call in and was uh, com- uh, complaining about the um, the extra financial burden the price increases was uh, causing that particular person. I got a low-cost entertainment option that may be beneficial to some of your senior citizens listening, or to the whole general, your whole general listeners listening to all this. Okay. Uh, Check out your local public library. They have hey. a large collection of DVDs, hey. music. I get on the car catalog, and it's free. The older stuff from Oxford Library. They have a big, li- a big library. I go to Walls Library, and the librarians treat me like a king down a wall. That's what's and, uh, what I'm anyway, about. I, Shout I'm out to your local there. library. Right. Anyway, I'm dumb in the dirt as far as tech is concerned, and. Uh, they show me how to use the card catalog, and I, I go there uh, once a week and order me all kinds of music, DVDs. They have some shows that have been on Netflix, HBO. Nice. It's not nice. Yeah. Nice. They got comic books. Right. Graphic novels. Look. Yeah. I mean, look, if, if Blockbuster's gone, Alfalfa Video's gone, you can go what? To yeah. the library. Exactly. <laughs> your Dewey Decimal your local system. library. <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> exactly right. Thank you so much for catching this special episode of Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. You know, I said it last week, but I'll say it again. This draws my first calendar year at MPB and host of Everyday Tech to a close. 
and I'm very grateful to be in this position. It's been a good first year here, and I can't wait to see what 2024 has in hold for us. Up next is Dr. Jimmy Stewart with the original Southern Remedy at 11, but tune in next Wednesday at 10 for Everyday Tech Live from the year 2024. For my engineers, Jermaine Flood and Java Chapman, and my expert co-hosts, Sabir Abdul-Haq and Shane Chisholm, I'm Abram Nanny, wishing you all a happy new year and happy holidays on behalf of MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.